We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're back. Dice It Up is here. One of the single coolest guests we've ever had. I, I mean, guest, friend, brother. Uh, I, I actually thought this this person was like seven years older than I am uh, when I first met them online. Uh, turns out they're not. They're younger than, than I am. But Danny Barlavi who is now well, previously from Windsider, I guess still doing things with Windsider and now doing some awesome stuff with her hoop stats. Uh, one of the funniest humans I've ever met. Uh, fantastic better. I probably talked to you more than I talked to my wife. Uh, so <laughs> I love, love having you on the pod. Thanks for hanging out with Excited us. Excited to be you? on, yeah. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the new. What an intro! That was that was so lovely, Dana. Thank you so much. Yeah, I wrote it. He's been killing (laughs) them. He's been killing them. Like the last ten have been on point. Amazing. Sometimes sometimes they they go a little long, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Normally, that was so sweet, though. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's adorable. But yeah, it's adorable. (laughs) I'm proud of you, fam. You become like a real broadcaster these days. Like I don't know what you are. Like tech genius, (laughs) sports betting expert. Uh, no. Host. Uh, uh, I'm I'm saying a lot of bad things on Twitter about a lot of people, and I need to I need to watch myself. Uh, I took a big risk today. Uh, we're recording this on July 24th, 2023, a Monday. We got a five game WNBA slate tomorrow on Tuesday. So if you look at my Twitter account, you'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, oh, yeah. But it's all in good jokes, all fun. Um, I'm I'm very satirical. If you take my tears too seriously, that's your fault. Um, the tears but, are a labor of love, really. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I I do get I do get a lot of input from from various people. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, Danny, obviously, like you know, 
uh, you and um, uh, other people to make sure like, are, is this too bad? And, you know, if someone doesn't respond with a yes or no, I'm just going to post it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I will say um, my favorite thing is people asking uh, about like, what does the Arige tier mean? I'm, I'm never going to answer. So <laughs> Um, yeah, why, why isn't Arike in the Arike tier? Yeah. All that, yeah. Yeah, it's great. So no one, no one will ever know. Um, maybe one no. day, but yeah. All right. So Danny, tell us about the the new column and what you're doing for us at uh, Her Root Stats. Yeah, no. So I've been uh, doing this weekly column, uh, kind of a daily fantasy slash fantasy advice, or really just observation column called Player Fade. Uh, where I'm looking at usually two players each to play or fade for that week's slate. Uh, kind of just trying to track like risers and fallers and usage and production, uh, drawing off like data, narratives, matchups, injury reports, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and just kind of making sure that uh, folks are staying abreast of, of this chaotic league and all the changes that happen seemingly every day. Mm. Yeah, that's real. I've, and that column is, you know, definitely won me some some money. So, uh, yeah. you know, you're already adding value. Uh, so that is awesome. I mean, you have you have a history of like, you know, don't work at prize picks. You've you've bet on uh, not only WNBA women's college, but also overseas women's basketball. Yeah. So, uh, a student of the game, mm-hmm. and uh, we're we're thrilled to have you. Um, how do you? Uh, how would you rate the growth of just like daily fantasy sports and, and betting with women's basketball? It's been really wild over the past, I would say two and a half years to see how things have changed. Um, I mean, like I'm thinking a couple of years ago about, you know, not having college basketball lines on the first day of the season at some major books. And that happened this past season too, with some, some books, but you know, we get player props for, I feel like at least eight players a game in the WNBA now where it was kind of just guys like prize picks and those other little sites, uh, eking those out yeah. a couple of years ago. Hmm. Um, I, I find it amazing that those guys like prize picks and underdog are still running Euro league props, even though I'm out of the lines making game now. Uh, <laughs> that's wild to see just a year round attention to the women's game from a betting and fantasy perspective is you know, something I, I really tried to work towards in my time in the industry and something I'm happy to see continuing. Yeah. Now you're on the side of, of uh, taking down the yeah, books. Now I'm, trying to, now I'm trying to take the books' monies <laughs> instead of trying yes. to take people's monies yes. for books. Yeah. There you go. Danny, yeah. can you give us um, just a sample of, like, your last column? Like, kind of the different things you discussed, maybe a hot take or two. Um, just so our yeah. listeners can really like dive into your content. I'm like, all right, give them a little taste so they go for dinner later. Hell yeah. Um, love that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was going to curse. Um, but yeah, I have, an extra, I have a scorching hot take uh, mm-hmm. in this column that's coming out on the 25th. So I believe the same day that this podcast will drop. Yep. Um, I have Brittany Griner in my fade column uh, mm-hmm. this week. Uh Basically, just she she was on a real, real hot streak going into the All-Star break. Uh, her usage, her attempts were way up under Nikki Blue. Uh, Blue had seemingly been, like, really emphasizing getting those post looks for BG for good reason going into the break. And uh, since coming out uh, of the All-Star break, Grinders put up 
three straight 12-point games mm. uh, on much lower usage to, I think, uh, like uh, 10 attempts or lower in these past three games, maybe 11 attempts or lower. Um, and yeah, just it seems like uh, defenses have adjusted a bit to that post-emphasis and it seems as though uh, Phoenix's perimeter is kind of adjusting to that by looking for each other instead of looking for Griner in the post. Mm-hmm. They beat Connecticut doing that, so why not keep it up? Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I also, an interesting tip that I found was that uh, for pbpstats.com, uh, Griner scores 4.6 fewer points for 100 possessions, but not sharing the floor with Diana Tarazi. Mm-hmm. Uh, relies on DT setting her up for a lot more of her offense than you would think. I ran the numbers, something around one-third of her field goals this season have been off of Diana Taurasi assists. So it's wow. crazy. Yeah, with DT continuing to miss time this week, it just seems natural to have to yeah. stay away from Griner or even fade Griner in certain scenarios. Um, I was looking at her points prop for this game tomorrow against Atlanta, and it opened a little bit lower than I was hoping it would, but still considering riding an under on that. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I think I'm going to bet it just because of – of everything you just said, I, I love it. Um, I, mean, I mean, 12 Atlanta's, points per game without yeah. without yeah. DT. That's crazy. 12 points per game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People say Diana doesn't pass, but like so many assists. Like, yeah. That's the first thing I was going to say was like, you would think it'd be the opposite because DT is mm-hmm. putting them up. But um, yeah. I think one, she knows that there needs to be a strong post presence for her team to be successful and try to have a better second half of the season. Um, and two, who else are you really going to rely on right now, like consistently, yeah. other than BG? You know, so you've got to feed her the ball. Yeah, I've got to rely on Kevin Clark next year. I think it's that in and out effect with BG and DT that it's like, you know, they thrive and score more off of each other because you have mm. that weight offensively on the perimeter as well as in the post, kind mm. of spreading the floor. Yeah. I love this. That's good. That's good work, Danny. Honestly, I Thank love you. it. Thank you. Thank you. The more that I talk to like you and Dano and like analytics wise, the more I'm like, do I need to pay more attention to analytics? Cause I'm still a hooper. So I just go by yeah. feel, you know, I go by like, ah, oh, okay. She had a bad game the last game. She's going to come back and turn it up. Like, and I'm just, I'm now seeing like, obviously numbers aren't wrong, but to some degree, like they actually aren't, you know, it, it's, it's kind of nuts. I feel like, I feel like every, more and more I'm being swayed towards like, ah, uh, what do the analytics say now versus less, I'm a hooper and this is the game that I've been playing forever. And like, this is the feel that I'm getting. Yeah. You're, you're pulling the, the KD calling out the blog boys <laughs> circa 2016, whatever. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm still very superstitious. Like, mm. when I, like when my wife comes to Liberty games, they always win and cover way spread over. And, and, and go way over their point yeah. total. So I, I'm superstitious with that. And, and then I'll look at, uh, even dumb data like the Liberty have not covered spread when wearing white jerseys at home. No. It, but but the I think the story I, though is somewhere in between, right? This like the real story of basketball is somewhere in the intersection yeah. between like yeah. data and the like Hooper field kind of yeah. like eye test yeah. stuff. That's a complete We're, that's correct. I know when I was at Syracuse, we had games where we had white, orange, and gray jerseys. And uh, our gray had like the script on them. It was like the real Syracuse look. And I swear to you, it was one year like we every time we put them on, we got blown out. Like we, yeah. I had never seen so many. Blow-offs, but we lost. 
20, 25. And it got to the point where we were like, guys, like we, we actually can't wear orange. Like, no, like this is not going to happen. Um, but yeah, so I hear you on the in-between. I, I think that that's yeah. a, it's a tough place to get to because the world is pushing analytics right now. Right. And that's kind yeah. of like all we're looking at, but for sure, uh, as a, as a hooper, I can identify mm-hmm. with that. No, I, and like I think about like John Quell recently. Like I, I've been a, I've said a lot of bad things about John Quell's play this this season. Yeah. Um, and I've, we've seen flashes of greatness, but the the last two games, you it that's all I test. Yeah. And yeah. and it shows through the numbers post game, but you just see the extra level of effort, aggressiveness, and and presence, yeah. like just making herself known and feel uh and felt by the by not only her own teammates but like opposing defenses going after offensive rebounds early it's like that those little things absolutely make a difference too um so yeah it it is that that delicate balance yeah yeah this is one of the reasons though why the all-star break is so needed in a league that is so short Mm. um because you just need that mental break sometimes to step away like to do something different i remember last year before I yeah, honestly last year when I started working with the son and talking to JJ about um, just coming into training camp and she had finally like been at a training camp because she wasn't overseas because right. of Russia and that whole ordeal. Um, and she was like, you know, just the fact that I got to go home, like see people that were not a- a- attached to basketball in a way. Mm. Um, she talked a lot about that mental break. And so I feel like if I could have a conversation with her right now, like that'd be our discussion was like, how was your mental break during all-star? Like, what did you do? What did you focus on? Um, and I, she's probably honestly just needed that to get rejuvenated and be like, all right, second time of the season, like this is the second half of the season. We're going to go and get it. Physically too. I mean, she'd been dealing with that lingering foot injury yeah. since yeah. the finals last year, like played overseas for Bosnia and in Euro league. Like she just needed a couple of days to not play basketball and sit down and probably. like, yeah. And like, yeah, definitely rest mentally, but also just get off that foot. Yeah. 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 I love it though. I love when JJ is hooping. She's one of my favorites. I know. Like she's so, so dope. So so fun when she gets yeah. going. So nice to see her back in form these last two games. For sure. Yeah. Talk about back in form. We're gonna talk about these Dallas Wings. Oh my yeah. god. Boy. Yes. I I I deemed them in my tears this week as America's team. Yeah, American um, team. For for a number of reasons. Uh one <laughs> one <laughs> I, they hit a point. Um, I, I mean, really, since they beat the Aces, mm-hmm. uh, it probably was that game at Las Vegas. It's just the the fun level is off the charts. Yeah, they are probably more different than any team in in recent years in terms of just diversity and play style. Yeah, I I love that all the bigs can shoot. Um, then you also have like bigs that get almost every rebound possible. Uh, the length on, on defense definitely makes an impact. And I think there's some things they could probably work on defensively, but still the offense is cooking. Arike mm. is playing efficient mm. and putting up numbers, which is something that she hasn't really been able to do consistently. I, do worry about how excited I am about them. They have a tough test coming up. Uh, I mean, as everyone knows, they're the only team to beat the Aces and the Liberty. Uh, they have not beat the Sun yet, but they play them tomorrow. 
uh, well, today when you're listening. So, um, do you expect that to happen? Are you expecting a, a Wings win tomorrow? I, I am, uh, okay. just based on the just pure vibes. Um, and I mean, Data says they should win too, but I I want to get both of y'all's input on this question I have because I not that I'm pondering throwing some some significant coin at them to win it all but do they do they have that it factor to beat the aces and or liberty in a semifinals finals matchup um are they a real contender two things i'll go first daniel yeah go ahead my two things one um they're gonna have to have endurance like during those fights. Like, yeah, if the finals were a one and done, one mm-hmm. game up and like we're hooping, I, I don't think it's a bad bet. But in a series though, um, against the Aces or the Liberty with the depth that both those teams have, you're gonna have to have endurance. Like your top three players are gonna have to play significant minutes. They can't get in foul trouble and they have to play efficient for a series. Yeah. Like first two games and then the last two, we don't hear about Arike or Satu or it's up and over. Like it's not going to work. So I feel like one that they need endurance, which I don't know if they have it. I don't know if Satu Sabli is there yet. Um, and I don't know if Arike with her efficiency is there yet. Yes, obviously we've seen her like make unbelievable plays towards ends of seasons. But for the efficiency in a series with those top two teams, mm-hmm. you cannot have a slip up. Like one game and you're like, ah, kind of off or this or that, it can't happen. So yeah. I'm going to say their endurance factor is going to be important. And the second thing is I think it depends on Enrique's passing ability. Yeah. Like we say that when, you know, you mentioned that, hey, when they beat, um, you know, Las Vegas, that like, hey, they played well and this and that. And that kind of turned their corner. To me, when Enrique got her first career double-double, that turned the corner. Oh, like, yeah, that was big. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't believe that was the first one. Honestly, when I read it, I was like, "But yeah, like when you think about it, she's one of the best ISO players in the game, right?" And she is not known for her passing. It's not that she can't pass; it's that in her persona, that that's not really what she wants to do. But I think we're seeing now her change her game and add a different dimension to her game, where it's like, man, if we got to worry about her taking us one on one in half court, in transition anytime, but also her passing ability to players around her now that are finishing at a high clip and that are veterans and that can shoot the ball. Now we've got a serious problem with the Dallas Wings. So if they're able to be efficient and they have endurance throughout those stretches and Enrique is passing the ball and feeding others, I would soar with the Wings. But I don't think they're going to have the endurance. So I don't. There. Before before you go, Danny, I sure. do want to I do want to quote our colleague and our, our friend Calvin Wetzel. Uh, Enrique Ogunbowale will never be the best player on a championship team ever. So no. um, yeah, so that 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 is a Calvin Wetzel quote. Um, but but if she's reading defenses, if she's playing efficiently. I don't know. I mean I mean she, I would love for her to hear that. I, I want her to come after. Calvin, like, more part <laughs> So now but, we're in fighting fights. <laughs> yeah. All right, go ahead, Danny. What do you think? I'm going to go to, like, a Wings presser this week and just be like, Calvin Wetzel of her hoop <laughs> Um But, yeah, on the question of if the Dallas Wings can win a series, mm-hmm. as Ice pointed out, against 
the aces and then like a couple of days later turn around and win a series of games yeah. again a series series against is huge. the liberty you're right you're right yeah. I, I all i have to say is really like be for real like like <laughs> i love the wings i i i've i've i i've like covered the wings on and off going back i, I want to say 3 or 4 years Mm. Um, these individual players are so talented. Mm. The talent on this roster, and I feel like we've been saying this about Dallas going back to like when they had Skylar Diggins Smith and Liz. Sure. Like, it's it's always been that the sum is less than the parts, and I don't really see this team beating that like kind of curse in a way this year. And it's not a curse; it's just you know a systemic issue. It's a systemic Two. issue with the uh, front office there, but. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I do think yes, the vibes are better than they've ever been. You yeah. know, you don't have like, you don't have like Brian Alger in this situation mucking things up. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I just I don't think we've seen a version of the Wings where all of their stars are good at the same time and where they're actually utilizing yeah. all of their talent at the same time in a cohesive system that really draws off all of them. You know, I, I feel like we saw an amazing individual uh, stretch from Satu to begin the season. And I feel like that's kind of, you know, like the, the it's kind of rubber banded to Arike now where mm-hmm. she's having her moment. Can't, can't leave out Natasha Howard lately either. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, no, but yeah, I just still don't see a cohesive structure around the three of them on the court. Um, yeah, and like, even if we saw that best version of the wings in the playoffs and they figured it out and, you know, we saw real like ball movement, I still just think that like a version of the aces that isn't necessarily the best version of the aces would beat them on that on most nights. Mm. Yeah. It's valid. It's really Vegas is just so far ahead of the curve yeah. right yeah. now. It, it, Dallas is really fun right now. They're making things interesting, and I don't want to like be out here like squashing the narrative because yeah, you're killing America's team right now. I know. Yeah, and I'm being the bummer, really. But um, <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm like at the party, be, being like, oh. But here's I have a question <laughs> for you. I have a question for you. Say we get the same nucleus next year, right? What What are they missing? in order i have an idea but what are they missing in order to become like a a solid consistent contender with the super teams like what position are they missing in order to do that or what player are they missing in order to do that? and don't give me like a superstar give me like a this person in this nucleus with these three superstars these three all-stars will help them get it done i have an idea hmm. i i don't have a specific name but uh, it is okay it is I, a point guard, right? Yeah. Obviously, they just, as, as I was saying, they have all these great no. pieces. They just need someone that they just, you know, they need someone that's like a great rug that ties the room I, together. Basically. I know. I don't want to take anything away from Crystal Dangerfield. I think she's like been fantastic. I understand oh, they draft. They their draft is just kind of like strategy over the years. Just kind of been all over the place. Yeah. Um, and I know they just drafted Veronica Burton yeah. last year. But if that Chicago Sky pick turns into the number two pick in this next draft, uh, oh my God! Wait, is is Paige is Paige coming out this year? Or no, 
I think it's to be decided. Yeah, oh. I think it's up in the air. Yeah. But Paige Beckers with that team, Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. I mean, because no one. Unless they get one. Ben. Unless they get one, and then the entire, you know, the state of Texas GDP turns into, you know, California. It's, I mean, Caitlin Clark's going to change the economy of a whole state. Uh, but I, I'm all in on uh, a Paige Beckers mm. leading the Dallas Wings to a championship in two years or less. But my thing is, though, can she, can she be a point guard? Because think about it. Think about it. You have the scores. Like, Enrique yeah. needs a point guard. Satu needs a point guard. My only – Natasha Howard, no, because she's just a vet, and she knows how to get hers with input. <laughs> okay. Seriously. Natasha's fine. Yeah, Natasha. <laughs> seriously, seriously, seriously. Like, mm. from, from a veteran standpoint, anywhere Natasha has been has won. Like, yeah. look, her track record speaks for itself. Um, but I just feel like those two, in order to thrive and take it another level, they need a point guard. Yeah. This does not have to be like a non-scoring point guard. I like Veronica Burton a lot. She's just too young. And I don't think that her threat offensively is enough to where she's getting other people open because she's a threat with her passing ability so much. Right? Like, yeah, I mean, Crystal might be perfect. I don't know. I, I was going to say, when you said that, I was like, honestly, I love that idea because I think Crystal is such a threat with her passing ability alone. Yeah. And I I'm mean, not yeah. sure if a Paige Beckers is going to get that. Like, I, I don't think so. I think we're worried about yeah. Paige coming off a pin down screen, catch and shoot knockdown. I don't know if we're worried about Paige and just like, yo, she's going to get eight assists and, and, and break us down. I don't yeah. think so. Yeah. A two, like a, after a full season of Crystal this year, I think, yeah, you probably build up that that continuity mm -hmm. and, and whatnot. But yeah. Okay. I don't know. Do you have any other ideas, Danny? Yeah, I, I was just going to say, I feel like the time period of like one or two years doesn't like really allow for this. But like if they let it sit for a few years, Veronica Burden could turn into that player. Crystal could turn into that player. You just saying that because you went to Northwestern. Yeah, no, I I love Veronica Burden, and also I covered Crystal on the links. So two, <laughs> yeah, two, two people very near and dear to my heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm a Veronica. I'm not saying throw away at all. Your friends with their sister. Your friends. Yeah, I would say I'm a fan. All y'all have ties. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I just I feel like they just they need a more polished point guard in order to yeah. to get on that level. I think the scores they have and they can compete with. And, and the efficiency they're working on and we're building and we're seeing that, but a polished point guard, we'd be having a different problem. Let me let me continue to just play favorites while we're talking about this. They should sign Leisha Clarendon. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. yeah. If we're talking about someone who's not a star, that would bring mm. a little bit more cohesion. Yeah. Mm. Honestly, off, off the bench, I mean, I like, I, I like as, as a sixth person for that team, yeah. my God, that would be... I, I mean, I think Lay's a person you could put on any team. And That's how I, that is really how I feel. I do think yeah. they make everything yeah. better. Yeah. For sure. Blue. All right. Well, I I I am in the camp that there there's there's a little light and I'm not I'm not gonna blow out the candle um on on the possibility of a of a wings championship. It would be crazy. I, I would be nuts. It'd be I have ten dollars. I have ten dollars on it. I do I have ten dollars <laughs> on it. Uh, I have ten dollars to win a thousand dollars on on the Wings winning the championship. I think that's an appropriate bet. I that's don't, an appropriate bet. If if you, Dano, please don't tell me that you don't unload on this. Please don't unload on I, this. I, dude, I don't. I I. I'm telling I, Ashley. If you do, I'm telling. <laughs> you. I'm, telling, I'm telling Ollie. 
I'm snitching. Ah, oh, don't. No, Ashley and Ollie don't need to know that. Okay, okay. Speaking of big bets I've made recently, oh. I did I did place a large wager two weeks ago after getting a, a nice text from our lovely guest, Danny Barlavi, about uh, the MVP odds. Mm. Look, it was, can you believe this? And it said Brianna Stewart minus 350, which at this point in the season, outrageous. Yeah, yeah offensive. Yeah. Yeah. Disrespectful. <laughs> when you have a player like Asia Wilson, mind you, coming off a 35 point game recently, yeah. um, 14 of 17 shooting. And and the team is 20 and 2. Yeah. Like going for, you know, legit the best season in WNBA history. They're putting up metrics that no other team has ever put up. And she's the best player on that team. Like you take Asia Wilson off that team, that team is is not in the top four. I don't care what people say. No. You replace that with the average. Swings. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, like, they're just not. So I, to me, I, I, I can also see the argument for Alyssa Thomas. She averages a triple-double. Um, son somehow passed the Liberty for the two-seed, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see it, see it happening with the three-seed, but, like, is, is there anything outside of, oh, she's on a team with superstars that uh, would take or would, would push you away from giving Asia Wilson an MVP? Personally, no. Personally, uh, no. But like, like, like as, you play as me, uh, yeah. yeah, as me myself, no. If think, I had think a vote, if you're no. like Miles, maybe you know. <laughs> no, yeah. If as but like trying to put myself more in the shoes of a WNBA MVP media voter, I, uh, I I spoke about this actually. I think in like a Patreon poster Winsider at the beginning of the season when I was talking about MVP odds. Uh, just it's it's been like 20 years since someone back-to-back an MVP or it's yeah something like that like it's 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 just something that seems to not happen in this league voter fatigue is so real in the WNBA voting base it feels like uh and I I that that's the one thing against Asia that that I've had all season that like I can see a bunch of these to be honest boring voters being like she won it last year we have to give it to someone else uh, and that would suck if that's the reason she lost it. That that would For be sure. stupid. It would be nonsense. Uh, my feeling right now is honestly that she's doing enough and that the aces are good enough and that she's individually good enough uh, that it might just not matter and that people might yeah. have that reservation when casting the vote, but they'll do it anyway because honestly, like, Stewie's great. Stewie's been kind yeah, of inconsistent comparatively. She's been yeah. hella inconsistent compared to Asia this, se- this se- season. And, you know, so have the Liberty. And, you know, the, you live and die by your star in that way. It's literally a value award. Um, I, I, was, I was just like, this should be flipped, if anything. If, if someone's yeah. going to be favored by above 300 in, that, in this scenario right now, it should be Asia. Right. Um, right. Right. And I yeah, nothing against Stewie. She's she's oh, Stewie no. who also Fantastic. plays with superstars. Putting yeah, putting it this through. is my thing. I, that I think I think that's low key what it is. 
is like the superstars that Asia is playing with are outstarring the Liberty <laughs> stars. Seriously, yeah, seriously. They don't have a Don Quell situation. Yeah. Like seriously, no hate to Jamie, but they don't. Right. So when you think about it, like every other day we're talking about an Aces player. Every other day it's like Jackie Young did this, Chelsea did this, Kelsey did this, blah, blah, blah did this. Like every other day. Yeah, Jamie Kelsey had Kelsey had 40. Like, yeah, think about it. it. I'm not like yeah. legitimately every other day we're talking about one of these five starters. So I feel like for Stewie, it's like, yo, your team is still at the top. You're still getting your numbers. And you've been playing through a Sabrina injury. You played through JJ being non-existent for a little bit. Like you've had to go through a little bit more adversity to still stay at the top of this MVP race than maybe Asia has. But yeah. I completely negate that, bro. I'm actually tired of the Asia Wilson disrespect. Like, I don't understand what it is. Same. She would be on the cover of 2K, and she's not on that. There's nobody yeah. else that's the face of this freaking league yeah. other than Asia Wilson. Now yeah. I'm tired of the MVP thing. Like, come on, dude. Her team is the best team by far. It is, like, clear. Even the games they drop were like, oh, that won't happen tomorrow. Give them a second chance, same situation, same number. It won't happen tomorrow. So I just, I'm like, I'm not understanding why the world just isn't giving Asia, like, all that she deserves right now in life because she deserves the very best. Like, she deserves yeah. to be called the best to be titled the best, to get mm -hmm. the best freaking whatever you want, to have the best cover on NBA 2K. Like, she deserves all of that because she's worked her butt off for it. I'm you very know, tired of the Asia Wilson disrespect. I feel like the voters are tired of, like, Asia being in our face. Like, bro, you went through college, you didn't lose. You won all these freaking championships. Everybody talked about you for four years. Now you went to the W and nothing changed. We still talk about you all the time. And I just think that, like, their presence is like, bro, stop. We talk about her all the time because she's literally the best. Yeah. I, I feel like we were at not even a debate stage, but I just saw like a candidate speak like not a single, um, was said. That was, was a stump. That was a stump I, speech. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just perfect. It's like you wrote the script before. Um, my goodness. Uh, not a I, single I, lie. Not a I'm, single lie. Yeah. I'm sold. Uh, I need to clip that and post that. Because, listen, I don't have anybody's jersey in the W, but if I was going to purchase one right now, it'd be Asia's. And, yeah. and the reason I don't have anybody's jersey, because nobody has sold me enough to be like, hmm, I'd walk around and wear you on my chest. But Asia, I would. You know, I, I don't want to – I promise I am I'm the farthest thing from, from – uh, from racist or anything. But I only have <laughs> – I, I only have a Kelsey Plum and Sabrina jersey. Um, yeah, that's okay. The Kelsey, the Kelsey's you know, a dog. It's okay. Yeah, and I'm I am half Latino, but I I do I do need to get an Asia Wilson jersey. I would love a black. Oh, I made the baseball ones. What am I tripping about? Oh, yeah. oh you got perfect. it. Yeah, yeah. You got it coming. Oh, can I get one? Oh, so now now you reach out. I got now I got to figure this thing out. We'll see. We'll see. Sorry, I mean, we're planning on making some more. Um, all right. Final final thoughts. Uh. Anyone 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 have any other things to add on the whole MVP, whether it's disrespect or is there is there another name that we're we're not thinking about? I mean, I, I think I know Danny, you talked about a little bit or at least in a group chat about uh Fee's name deserves to be in there and you you know that it's the record's so bad. Fee's husband actually put it perfectly where it's like, I, he didn't really say this, but like kind of what he said was like, if this award was really about value, then she would be in the conversation because like the yeah. links are, the links are 
probably going to be a playoff team exclusively because of B. Um, But that's just not how the award works. It doesn't go to someone that far down in the standings. Realistically, like, I know that she doesn't deserve to be in the discourse, but I I think it should be acknowledged that she's having an MVP caliber season. um, And that, like, I think she, like, I haven't really heard her talked about for most improved, and I think maybe she should be if it, you know. Mm. Um, do, it's hard to give a, that to a player that was already so good, but yeah, yeah. Do, is there a comeback player of the year award, and how much more would Fee need to do to defeat Brittany Griner for that? It's <laughs> no, it's that's impossible. <laughs> I'm playing. First um, impossible. I'm about to say, do we classify that as like a comeback? Like, I was going to say, like, like, there's a long legacy in this league of people having children and then going off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's impressive. It's impressive. Sorry. Oh, yeah, had, do we, do we classify either of those things as comebacks? I don't know. Don't want to have twins. Don't yeah, have I want to say, I wasn't even referring to that comeback. I was referring oh, it might to be. The other one. No, but it's okay, but you're right. I, I, like, I, is there an NBA comeback award or is that just an NFL thing? I don't even know. Is that an NFL thing? That's cool. It's definitely an NFL thing, Um, which is like, okay, weird award. Um, That's a weird award because it's so unquantifiable statistically. It's kind of like the MTV movie awards having Best Kiss. Yeah. (laughs) Which we should also have. Yeah. Yeah. I have have one last (laughs) random comment, just random about the league. I am such a fan of Tanisha Wright in atlanta mm. like i think <laughs> dana why are you looking like this I, i'm just gonna leave the call right now and let <gasps> y'all talk about this stop wait no oh no oh no this oh, is no. worse this is worse than when i thought hamby was like great uh <laughs> she had a great game the other night by the way um stop yeah stop. i i what what are you possibly gonna say about <laughs> that that makes I I see outside of being passionate, I just don't get it. Um, Didn't they have like an eight nine game win streak in a row, guys? They played nobody. They beat the Mystics um, in that streak on a back to back. It like there Uh I mean, Shakira di- didn't play. Um, EDD got hurt at the very end, uh, but then they played nobody. And then they finally played somebody recently and lost. Um, well, they've lost two in a row now, or just one in a row, uh, or just one. They lost to Connecticut. Yeah, hold on. Um, but no, I just like don't like that. I don't like what they do on offense. It's just like yeah. she's she's relying on Ryan Howard just and Alicia Gray. It's a dribble drive. Offense. You don't like what they do on offense because it looks like nobody. I under I understand, but it's not. There's not really. There's not enough motion to it. It's there's so much ISO. Yeah. It's so much ISO, and it's like, I mean, they go through these these like just pure awful scoring droughts. Yeah. And it's compounded with turnovers, lack of movement. Uh, I mean, they gave up like. What eighty plus to the to the Sparks? You can't do that without Lexi Brown and company. Like, I I just don't see it with this team. Um, 
Like they're never. I'm never going to take them. Ryan All Star vote either. You just anti Atlanta at this point. Oh no, Ryan's Ryan's a Ryan and Alicia Gray are like phenomenal, and and uh, Cheyenne Parker, which I guess should for some reason up to coaching decisions shouldn't be starting. Um, yeah, that yeah, that yeah. was that was kind of what turned me off to Tanisha recently. Is that is that like Cheyenne mentioning Besides that whole that, situation? I, I feel two like games the, in a row. Two I, games in a row. You 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 hoop you. your whole life. You hoop your whole life. You start. You you go to an all star. You're game, an all star. You, you get accolades. You come back. Tell me that's not going to mess with your rhythm, and it's the dumbest shit you've ever seen. I'm with you. It has to be a locker room thing. It can't be a basketball thing. It doesn't matter. I mean, you're you're here to win games. It's your job. Like we're not we're not teaching kids to grow up. No. These are these are grown it women. Felt, it felt very AAU, very high school. Mm, I'm I I don't disagree. If it's with like disciplinary, if if I, that's kind of this isn't a Disney yeah. movie. Yeah, are, like we're, that's a grown woman <laughs> with a child. Okay. With a child, <laughs> an extremely cute child. You're benching yeah. a mother. No, I'm sorry. Well, bet you gave mother. All right, all right. So yeah, please. I went on my rant. Tell me why. Uh, tell me why you love uh, this. This, in my opinion, um, no, honestly, coach. Honestly, being in the league and getting to know like her personally, her philosophy, um, how she has been coaching Ryan. Um, and just getting Ryan's game to another level was honestly my reason for that. It was mm. like I feel like the Ryan success. Uh, that we're seeing right now um, is, is kind of been spearheaded by Tanisha and like her, okay, listen, we've got to grow you and coach you in this way. You're absolutely right. Their offense is built around Ryan, 100%. Um, but it's save us. It's save us. That's what yeah. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think more credit goes to Ryan as just an absolute dog. No, I, I get it. I, I think I get but, it. So, so Tanisha made... Tanisha is making Ryan's life as difficult as possible on offense so she gets better. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to. I, think I don't mean we've got to end uh, here. I think we've got to. We're getting ready I, to get sanctioned by Tanisha. No, I'm being Tanisha, I just need. I need more. I need more flows. I need way better ATOs. I need. Mm, mm. I need. I need stuff that makes me say this is beautiful. Outside of scoring in transition and. And ISO scores, and I, I need beautiful basketball. That's what I need. I need what the Liberty did this last oh this last God. game. That was the hottest thing I've ever seen. I that was poetry on a basketball court. That was straight up art. Beautiful. Oh, I I can't get enough. Like what? Eighteen assists in the first half or something. Twelve threes. Just. Whew, oh, all right. Now I now that I thought about that, I'm I'm calm. I'll let you. I'll let you explain how she coached Ryan um, real quick, and maybe you can convince me because now I don't. I'm not there in the locker room. I have no idea. I just know from conversations with her last year, like one of her main goals for this year was making sure that Ryan took her game to a next level, and that like mm-hmm. her sophomore season in the W, like proved that the first year wasn't a fluke, and there's nobody there. That like she's Ooh. actually going to become a superstar and a household name in the league. And I just feel like Ryan is able to do that and thrive under her. And that was the reason I was going to be like, I like her. But before you let me finish while you liked her, you jumped on her. And I so, did. I did. I'm sorry. I, I, I agree with the Cheyenne Parker take for sure. Like you just became an all-star. You came and you sit. Like, honestly, disrespect is the only word that can come to mind. Yeah. Um, I, I, I told you, you would, you would, you would go off on your own coach. I know you. Yeah. I, I was going to say those are, those are like fighting actions. Like yeah. you're grown. I, I'm grown. Come see me in the alley. But, um, you know. 
we gotta, I don't know. And, and if it is something internal, just say, uh, say it's a locker room thing. Say it's, yeah. say it's internal. It's mm. personal matters. Mm. Like, don't just say coaching decision. You're not like, okay, uh, <laughs> you want to go small against the sun? Yeah. Uh, do we remember what Cheyenne did up in Connecticut? Yeah. Uh, absolute dog. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we know it's not Cheyenne in her game. Yeah. So that's you why it's got to be a locker room. You want to go tell that baby her mom's not starting? I don't <laughs> want to. That's a, that baby's way too cute for that. Oh, I all right. Danny, we got to have you on more, yes. man. This was amazing. Yeah, fun. Yeah, no, I'd love to. Yeah. Anytime. Yes. Perfect vibes. Uh, I love you guys. I love the WNBA. I, I say a lot of funny, satirical things. I still think Tanisha Wright knows a lot more about basketball than I do. Like, oh, I know. I know that yeah, Tanisha Wright like, knows knows ten yes. times more about basketball than I do yes. for sure. I have. Yes. I can't make a like, shot. All all the disrespect I give to everybody, it's 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 from a place of love, and I've probably lost money on on you. That's, that's probably what happened. So. Um, <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Danny, thank you for hanging out with us. You're a gem. Thank you. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.